Hey folks, happy Wednesday, happy Earth Day. Welcome back to CHS Daily. Earth Day, nice one, Aubrey. I didn't know that. New yeah, big deal. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an Earth fan. <laughs> tell you what, with the way 2020 is going, this is going to be the last Earth Day, so we uh, we better appreciate it. Oh, Mitchell! <laughs> Am I wrong? Albright, at this point, with the growth that every month has brought us, we're going to be getting a meteor by September at the latest. No, we're going to figure our things out and recover. Human beings are a resilient race. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks are a resilient team. 17 years of losing, and then we get Rob Gronkowski to go with Tom Brady. Let's go. <laughs> Man, but when I was trying to explain to my husband why in the world that I live in, there is something almost as surreal about Gronk and Brady joining the Bucks as the pandemic situation. Like, it is... Like... That is so true. <laughs> it's so weird that, like, I still just think the NFL will never come back because I can't picture them on the bucks like i can't this it doesn't seem real what and I it keep... would be the most bucks thing ever if they got two guys who like need to keep playing soon or they'll just lose it because they're old and, and they can't they keep playing. playing yeah it'd be That's... so bucks like what i asked myself today is i was like man going back freshman year when i was just you know had voted in t-rev every day i was if he had told me mitch in 2020 there will be a global pandemic and Tom Brady and Gronk will be on the Bucks. I would have told him that Tom Brady and Gronk would have been the more unlikely option. Yeah. Yeah. It's or, they, or that happening then, cla- then caused a pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the point. That, that seems like. scientifically sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy times. But Patriots fans, I want to let you know that if you're going through hard times with dealing with this, I want to let you know that your cheating franchise is a big pile <laughs> of dust right now. And I hope that you never win another game forever. Wow. Um, that's harsh. But when, when, um, when um, quarterback Jesus graces us out of Clemson next year, we'll be fine. <laughs> Dude, the Pats aren't going to get the number one overall pick. There's no way. No, no but trade into it. Uh, there's this guy named Trevor Lawrence that plays for Clemson, who's like supposed to be the next big thing. He's and so if, good. But the worst team in the NFL next year will get him, and I don't think the Patriots will be that bad. All right, enough about the horrible Patriots and the amazing Buccaneers. Uh, AD, I'm sure it won't come up again. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Oh yeah, moving we'll on to Tiger King. Yeah, Mitch. Oh, Mitch. <laughs> we need to have like an intervention or something. That was all. That was all I just had to keep the streak going. Yeah, oh, but that doesn't count. This, this like sums up an actual conversation. This like sums up why people don't know that Mitch is smart. Yeah, <laughs> and I like to keep it that way. Wait, Mitch is smart. <laughs> all right, you do realize that I have no benefit to people like thinking I'm a smart human. I I feel like that's not true. If I'm in a job interview, I want you to think I'm smart. If I'm in your class as, like, a college class with a professor, I would like the professor to think I'm smart. If I'm just meeting you and, you know, shooting the breeze, you can think I'm dumb as rocks. Because then if I say something stupid, you're like, oh, happens. I hope your mom has a reaction to that when she hears it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Oh, under promise, over deliver. All right, Daniel, what do you got for us? Wow, Mitch, that should be your senior quote. <laughs> no, <laughs> you'll see what mine was. It's pretty good. Oh boy. Well, I think I like mine too. I gave Bowden a little shout out. I almost made him cry. Dude, Aww. that was huge. That was huge. I'm still like, I'm still. I, I got to pick up my copy to see it. You Mitch was yours. Albright thought was right. No, mine was if school started <laughs> at right, if school right. started at eight instead of seven forty-five, I'd be late about twenty percent less less often. Was that actually your quote? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I can't even. I can't even. Oh, hey, Alex, you're up. All right. Chase, would you rather is would you rather be colorblind for a day or have no taste for a day? Colorblind, dude. Have you seen the size of me? I'm not walking around like without taste for a day. That would be <laughs> torturous. <laughs> that would be absolutely 
torturous to go a day without good food. Oh my god, Mitch. <laughs> I just finished wolfing down an apple pie and vanilla ice cream over here. That was the easiest one we have had by a country mile. Oh my gosh. I just ate a... Uh, well, okay, so... For lunch and dinner combined, I had an entire uh, frozen pizzas, barbecue chicken. It was really good. Um, yeah. I hope you're so, keeping a pandemic pizza tally. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> way more frozen. I've only gotten actual pizza delivery like once, but I've had a lot of frozen pizza. I've had a lot of wings over this pandemic. Bodwin, what's your top frozen? What's your top frozen pizza brand? I I I kind of like the Newman's own ones. Um, okay. I I'll mess with the Costco four four large peps for ten bucks. I mean that's I'm pretty into that one. Yep. But I'd go taste also. Or sorry, I'd go being colorblind instead of losing taste. Yeah, and Mitch, to add on to that, I would say that DiGiorno's is kind of overrated in my opinion. I don't think Ooh, their frozen pizzas the are very good. I'm I a big DiGiorno guy. I prefer the Hannaford signature brand of frozen pizzas. Those are so good. Yeah, actually, I, I, I really that. like those too. I might have to try those. They have, uh, I think, like their crust is nice and fluffy. I like the crust. So, where are you at on this, Albright? Um, I, I like it's only for a day. So honestly, I don't think that I would care. I think that being colorblind for a day would make me appreciate some things. I don't really care if I lose my taste for a day, though. Yeah, I mean, one day wouldn't be too bad. But what if it was like a day that, uh, I don't know, what if it was like a day that Pizza Hut released the new like Cheesy Bites crust pizza or something like that? What I'd probably McDonald's prefer to lose my taste and wait for the next day. What, what if, if it was Mc... Shamrock Shake Day? Oh, <laughs> what if Mc... I would go no, Bodwin. Bodwin. I can't not have a Shamrock Shake. I've what never if, had what one. If McDonald's, what if McDonald's so brought back the Szechuan sauce again for a day? What's that? Do you not know what Szechuan sauce is? I don't know what is? any of these things are. Szechuan sauce is? <laughs> or the McRib. Oh, the McRib. <laughs> 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 the McRib. Oh, that's a throwback right there. Wow. When was the last time they brought the McRib back? Yeah, I feel like you two aren't even old enough for that. No, I remember. A couple I years ago, they, they came out with like the McLobster roll. Do you remember that? I was about to say, I was, I was just going to bring that up. There was also McLobster at some point. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, one of my best friend's uh, fiancés like, is a big like lobster roll at McDonald's kind of gal. And I'm just like, <laughs> there are people like that. It doesn't make sense on any level because it's like 11 bucks. So it well, completely right. ruins the point of getting cheap food. And you're getting lobster from McDonald's. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, no, a lobster is one of those things that if you're going to get it, you got to go all out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a lobster guy. I don't eat, all, I don't eat seafood, but like, what? I heard, like you go up and Dude, seafood is so good. You don't eat but seafood I'm at all. I do. I don't eat that nah. much seafood. Good Lord. I respect the only seafood I'll eat is shrimp and swordfish, <laughs> but like, I don't like crab or lobster or like any other fish. You eat, oh, swordfish. That sounds fancy. Swordfish is so good. It's not that fancy. Yeah, I'm not into seafood at all. I think tuna is the worst smelling thing ever. Oh, I'll never eat tuna. That's oh, what tuna's so good. No, tuna is amazing. The only, I love tuna. I like, the only time I like tuna is when Andy calls Jim big tuna in the office. No way. Like ahi tuna? Good stuff. Tuna is so good. Dude, well, I, does that I'm mean you don't like sushi? Fan. Um, okay, so sushi, if it doesn't have seafood, I've had sushi, sushi with like spicy chicken and thought it was no, amazing. No, 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 no. Oh my good lord. Woo. So, like, fake sushi. But, no, I had at Kodo's once, I had uh, I had sushi with spicy chicken and it was wicked good. Uh, I've never had sushi. I mean, Kodo's oh, always yeah. really good, so. Best thing in yeah, the I've world. I've been there once, but it was good. I'm a, sushi? Yeah. I'm really good sushi. Guy. Oh, Mitch, I love calamari too. I actually calamari is so that. good. I, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. I, I don't know if you can convince me that any amount of sushi is better than like 
Just ordering three different kinds of wings at Wings Over and just chowing down. Oh, you and I are very oh, different Baldwin, people. I recently, I recently tried Wings What's... Over, and that is so, they have such good chicken wings. I've heard Dude, that in go. Oh, you know another place that I hadn't tried that I got to try recently? Chicken Charlie's. Oh, so you good. uncultured oh, boys. Really so good. good. <clears throat> that was all. Oh, they had their Cajun-style chicken. Wait, can we oh. can we please introduce our guest and get her to weigh in on this? Because I'm feeling very alone, and I know I'm right. All right. Introducing a T-Rev legend that Albright and I didn't have. But <laughs> she's such a legend that we still call her a T-Rev legend. An we A-Push wish we'd had her. Alum. Yeah, we do. An A-Push alum and CHS senior, Tulia. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Tulia. How are you? Hi, Tulia. How's it going? Uh, Tulia, what's new? What have you been up to? Um, well, nothing. I, well, I guess there's new things. I've been working a lot, um, trying to get schoolwork done. I've been trying to sleep as well. Just overall, like, like taking care of myself and, like, surviving during this pandemic, honestly. Good for you. It's yeah. important. Well done. Where are you working? Uh, I work at Walgreens on Cherry Street. Ooh, nice, nice. Have you guys been busy? Um, it's not it's not as high of an influx as it you know used to be, but we're still getting a lot of customers daily. So yeah. Is the Walgreens find... store still open, or is it more of like a drive-by service now? No, it's like still open. Like people come oh, inside okay. because a lot of people either have to pick up like groceries or they're picking up their prescriptions. And so we've been, yeah, we've been open. Okay. Mm -hmm. So do you find that people, are people like wearing masks a lot or are they like, what's the percentage would you say? Um, I'd say it's a pretty good amount of people that are wearing masks. I'd say maybe like a good 80% of people that come in are wearing masks. Um, That's good. That's solid. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I uh did anyone have any of you seen the 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 video of the governor of Florida like completely botching putting on a mask right before his press conference? No. no. <laughs> it's, it's like so you know how like the two straps are supposed to like go around your ears essentially? Yeah. Yep. Um he like puts one all the way behind like his whole head and then the other strap is just like hanging around his chin for his whole press conference. <laughs> And it's so funny. So it's like on sideways. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like it's like rotated. It's, it's just so like funny. it's like an apron over his face. Yeah, essentially. I'm not All debating right, Julia. But I'm no, I'm rusty real. though. It's been it's been how, a while. <laughs> Tulia, how about me, you, and Albright take on Alex and Mitch? And by me, you, and Albright, you mean I'm just Tulia? <laughs> <laughs> What's okay, our topic? Sure. What are, what yeah. what are we going in on? All right, Tulia, you name the topic. Oh, gosh. My goodness. A request for it to be as not academic as possible. Yeah, just a goofy topic. Um, Oh, I'm bad with this. Tulia, whatever you do, I want you to do that thing where when they're done, you're like, I'm going to refute my opponent's arguments in the order that they gave them or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever you all practice in my room and you and Freeha or um, you and Gabby like would do that, I would always just be like, oh, someone's about to get killed. I'm not, to set up a slam. I'm not a second speaker. The second speakers are the ones that really go up there and like body them. But I'm just more of like the, I'm introducing the argument and then I'm going to summarize what this whole debate has ultimately come down to. And then it's up to the judge now. Um, All right, how about this? You and Albright against Alex and Mitch. I'm the judge. No. Okay, but I don't have to talk, right? Yeah, okay. Well, okay. You're the judge, so you have to pick the topic. You're the, you're the I'm going to resort All to right. old debate tactics. This is a training that Mr. Hall made us do at the beginning of the year. He makes us do it at the beginning of each year um, for the season. And it's just we're going to argue as to whether, like, actual real books um, are better than ebooks like audio like yeah. audio books like, yeah, stuff like that julie is now my favorite guest <laughs> all right alex this is not in our wheelhouse 
So do, but, we, do we get a choice of which side we take? Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like it should be Mr. Bodwin should, I don't know, hand it out. He's the, yeah. he's the judge. See, this is All why right. I would be really bad at debate because I have my own opinion. And if I get the other side, I would suck at it. Yes. Alex and Mitch, <laughs> you are electron. You are the real books are irrelevant. All right, Alex, I say we take 30 seconds to a minute each. Mitch, we're screwed. <laughs> All right, I'm yeah. going on it. I'm going on it. Um, okay. When you think about it, like, real real books are just kind of outdated when you have so much technology in front of you that allows you to get the same thing. Oftentimes, ebooks are a lot cheaper than buying a real book, and there are even a lot of electronic libraries. Like, I know even out here in small-town Grand Isle, the library has, like, an Amazon pass or whatever or passes to other ebook websites that allows you to download ebooks for for free for an allotted amount of time just like a real library mm-hmm. um and especially think about it during um a situation like where we are right now where you don't have to leave your home to get a book you don't have to go to a library and touch a bunch of stuff that someone else just touched and really you know get all that grimy stuff all over your hands the germs like an ebook just saves you the um, hassle of a real book. You get the same reading experience, and ultimately, it's um, a lot safer and more convenient. Nice. Good opening statement, Miss. So now, Thank is you. it the other side? As oh, I want to pick at that. Also. Okay, Ms. Albright, right, you want to go first? No, not not really. I just want to pick apart the part where he used this like once in a several generation pandemic as his basis for most of his arguments. <laughs> well, it could it could apply. Go to for it, Julia. No, you don't get to you don't get to like back and forth. It's Julia's turn now. Okay. Um. So I I'd um. Yeah. So it's it's interesting the points that you bring up, of course. But I think that um actual paper books are more. <laughs> Um, actual paper books are more accessible worldwide. Um, I would say that for ebooks, it's not accessible to parts of different uh, countries in the world where they don't have internet access. Um, and I think also being able to like construct and building um, and being able to distribute the ebooks are very complicated because different pieces come from um, disadvantaged parts of, the, uh, of different countries, such as Africa, specifically Congo, which I've done research on, um, and it just kind of ta- and it it just kind of showcases how um, individuals that are actually mining these products are not being fairly treated, and just overall, it's just like a, a really bad situation. And I would say that it's much easier to um, have allow people to have access, and children especially, to have access to actual paper books that could be sent out to them, um, and it would be much easier to to navigate a situation like that. Um, but also a little bit of a personal bias, I think that actually physically feeling a book um, is very like it's a good experience, and I feel like there have been many studies also showing that reading actual books like that you're in front of, um, you're able to better retain the information that you're that you're reading. So that's my that's my intro, I guess. <laughs> Mic drop. Do you have a Alex Mitch? What cemetery would you like to? Go to? <laughs> uh, just throw me in the cremator, by the way. Wow, light me up. Whoa, <laughs> wow. Mitch, over it. <laughs> uh, Mitch, do you have anything you want to come back with? Or wait, do Alex? I I respond now, right? I certainly have nothing, Alex. So if you want to throw in the towel, I respect that. Um, um, what was the what was the phrase that you started yours with, Tulia? Um, <laughs> it sounded like really cool when you said. You don't get to like. Oh, I turned out. <laughs> I I think I said that the arguments that you guys presented were interesting, something like that. I don't remember. Okay, uh, I, I, I I find the points you make very interesting, but I I will refute them in a very specific order right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do, I do agree with you that books are important and mm-hmm. they have been important for a very long time. But yeah. the fact of the matter is we are living in a very new age and we are, we're living in a constantly day-by-day paperless world. As okay, quick interjection. So when you mean we are <laughs> Wait, living you in can a new interrupt world. people? Yeah, this is like Crossfire. Totally can. <laughs> so, when you, oh. so when you say that we're in a new age or in a new world, are you talking specifically about first world countries? Because if we're really trying to encompass the argument in, to include yes, all people, yes, I think that I we am, should also be. You also yeah, what? I'm, 
I'm I'm specifically referring to like us in the United States and other first world countries. Oh, okay. So you're excluding every other country that doesn't fit into that well, criteria. I, I, I will get to, we're, get we're, to that we're eventually if you'd, let me, if you'd let me finish. <laughs> See, the thing about being interrupted is I can't finish my point. So uh, without well, further ado. That's the whole point ado, of Crossfire. <laughs> okay, oh, you want to like, make sure I can't respond? Yeah, ultimately. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, in, in like first world countries, we're living in a much more paperless world uh, mm-hmm. with the expanse of the internet and a lot of... Um, like resources that we're using even in classrooms being uh, on the internet and library. And we're not um, sent to the library as much anymore, as much as we'd like to be sent there by teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, a lot more sources are found online or we're sent to them online. Um, and, but uh, we kind of grew out of an age of what we used to do was, which was, you know, going way, way, way back. Things used to be written in, and transcribed on scrolls and like, a, like the first, like the stuff used to be written in caves and we like we eventually grew out of that and mm-hmm. we we came to where we are now which is we use books and right. um the the third world countries that I failed to mention earlier uh they are still in that state and I feel like with a lot more missions that uh people going to third world countries and giving them more accessibility to uh internet with like donating iPads and donating computers they can well the uh, thing is that these of our countries that you're talking about don't like even if you're able to donate iPads and donate computers they don't have like the 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 power grids that we have to be able to access the internet um but not only that like it's understandable i understand the points that you're making yeah for first world countries it's easy for us to say that um things that are online and technology and ebooks are much better and accessible yes i agree with that but we're still seeing that um we're still being assigned um, many things to read on actual books like i have a whole bio textbook sitting on my table right now that I have to read chapters from that is not accessible online because the, the there's still online resources that cost money um and th- that we're just not able to afford so i think that at the mo- at the present in the present like the moment that we have right now we're not i don't think that ebooks are able to address um all the the issues that we're seeing right now so i would th- i would say that physical books are um, a better alternative at the moment Yes, I do agree with you that in in the moment now, e- ebooks are maybe becoming more relevant. But book, so you agree with my point very, that currently I, well, ebooks are, are still very important. Cur- currently, the problem. But I'm saying as as we, well, yeah. as we go into the AD, future, we're going to go further into a state of maybe needing more electronics. But currently, I do. It, it it's AD, we're, I, we're reaching like this kind of transition point where we're. Yeah, I'm kind of lost. I'm very bad at this. Ad, I gotta pause because you and Mitch have families, so I gotta stop. Yeah, right. we are not professionals gotta, at this at all. I need you guys alive for when we do the next segment. Granted, yeah, I've got, done this debate like for twice—well, not twice, but like two years in a row. So I feel like I, I have more experience, quote unquote. So it's like easier for me to go at this stuff. But you guys did a good job, honestly. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're so kind. I mean, I, I, we we tried to hang in there, but yeah, we definitely got schooled. I will admit. No, you definitely you had definitely held held your place there. Honestly. Tulia, going off of debate, tell us tell us a, a Mr. Hall fact that some people might not know. Um, a Mr. Hall fact, intre- like hmm, um, like what's something about Mr. Hall that the average CHSer might not know that he would be fine with you? Sharing? Um, Mr. <laughs> Hall is an avid drinker of Diet Coke. Like, he really enjoys his Diet Coke. That is a fun fact about Mr. Hall. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I kind of am just realizing now that I have seen him drink Diet Coke quite a bit. Yeah, so there you guys go. (laughs) That's a fun fact. Um, Hey, Tulia, we gotta gotta let you go in a couple Mm -hmm. minutes, but we want to know if you have any message for all of our millions of listeners or if you have a senior class shout out or anything like that that you want to um i want to give a shout out to all the teachers that are like doing work from home right now um i want to thank all of them for being so flexible with students that um have complex schedules such as i so i want to thank i want to give a shout out to all my ap teachers at the moment um i would say their names but i'm not i don't know like you know I I still give, I'll give a shout out to them. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to all the current people that are going to work right now in this time of crisis. Um, I would like to give a specific shout out to my mom, Go Carol. She works at the hospital and she 
she actually is working overnight today so shout out to her and just like shout out to everyone for like doing like just being able to like go through the motions right now yeah yeah amen (laughs) yeah that was one of the best uh, one of the best messages we've had. I guess uh, come on and oh, share. Oh, thank you. Good. Thanks, Tilly. That was a lot better than Maddie LaCay. <laughs> so rude, <laughs> Maddie. I I'm got kidding, you. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I love you, Maddie. <laughs> I'm kidding, Maddie. Maddie, you're the best. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, actually, it was funny because Maddie's was actually the other one I was thinking of that was like really articulate when we gave her the chance to. Do all right, so um, Julia, thank you for coming on the show, and we'll have to have you back so that you can rip up us, rip uh, Mitch and Alex up and debate. Again thank you soon. so much for having me. It was great talking to you guys. Great stress relief. Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming on. Thanks for coming, Julia. <laughs> okay, talk to you guys next time. See Bye, Julia. Bye. What a legend. Absolutely. But when you're lucky you weren't in legend that because you would have gotten ripped apart. Well, obviously, that's why of we kept I ourselves out. That's why I was the judge. <laughs> that was brutal. Why would we want to spar with Tulia? <laughs> I don't know. We have the, uh, the distinct honor to introduce a CHS PE teacher, uh, football and baseball coach, and a coach of mine, Mr. Perry. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Distinct honor. You don't hear that very often. <laughs> Try to keep it classy. Uh, That's you, Mitch. Oh, I, What's I, going I, on? I do my best. Oh, not much. Not much. How's quarantine been for you? Um, actually, pretty brutal. Thanks for asking. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm certain it's felt what? the same way for you. To a certain degree, for sure, to say the least. So... <laughs> Yeah, we've uh, what we always ask people when they come on is like, what, what they, what does a day look like for in the Perry household right now? <laughs> Boy, it all depends on the day. Uh, uh, the with school, there's the two girls are one's in middle school and one's in fifth grade, so we're constantly trying to figure out how to do school for them while I'm trying to do school at the same time. Uh, the blessing has been that my yeah. wife works at home too, so that we've all been together. Uh, this week, that's been a little thrown off with vacation and multiple different things but otherwise it's uh you never know what you're gonna get yeah yeah <laughs> yep. that is for sure yeah we, i mean Mr. right Perry, now we, we have a uh... tent set up in our backyard so that the girls because they like to do tiktok in a tent <laughs> <laughs> we've also had two different tiktok party nights that you never thought you'd see me on TikTok, but there I am. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Can somebody can, please can, find that and send it to me? I was about to say, can I please get some of those videos? Well, my daughter puts it on uh, Instagram, too, and I get a text about an hour after we did one, and it's from a student. And shout out to Brody Standard says, uh, I didn't know you were such a dancer. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, You, you never know what you're going to get. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Perry TikTok, and I've truly yeah, that uh, might be the I best really quarantine story yet. <laughs> hey, Mr. Perry, I have two two quick questions for you. First one is, did you see my Buccaneers got Gronk today? Stop it! <laughs> I'm calling yours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Bucks traded a fourth round pick for Gronk for the rights to him. He's not going to play. No, he's coming back. He said he's going to play, and he's excited. Oh my goodness! It's the Patriots <laughs> down he, south. He said he, yeah, no, it really he is. He told the Patriots he'd only come back if it was to play in Tampa with Tom Brady. Well, that's it. Bring him in. He already got better. I mean, the the Patriots, yeah. like, get a free fourth out of it, so I'm not mad at all. Yeah, that'll help them someday when they're better again. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I had to get your take on that. I'm glad that I broke the news to you. But, Mr. Perry, my other thing I want to ask you is, can you tell us an embarrassing Mitch Gattafee story from <laughs> yeah. <Christmas> football? <laughs> How embarrassing do we want to get? I mean, we kind of have a few rules about where things stay when it comes to sports. Uh, you can, I, you can go all in, coach. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, re- I think he was a junior. He may have been a sophomore. We had a home game, and I had knew that he was an intense competitor, but I never knew he had a little bit of a maybe an anger issue or two. <laughs> Is that fair, Mitch? Or two? Yeah, I mean, you, 
you're 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 on the right track. I already know where this one's going. Yeah. <laughs> so he he made a play on the far side of the field, and it was a pretty nice play. And there was some excitement afterwards, and I didn't know if there was pushing or shoving or whatever else. And uh, I said to Mitch, "Do I, I'm concerned about your overall well-being. It, what went on over there?" And as Mitch described what the young man had said to him, and then what Mitch did to him, it really became one of those. Yes, Mitch has anger issues. So we could probably uh, not say things to Mitch when he's got hit, reach of certain parts of you. <laughs> I'm sure it was I, an I accident. <laughs> angry Mitch. Wow. Huh? I no, have, no, fire, I, I know fiery angry. competitor. Fiery yeah. Competitor. Okay. Yeah, uh, Mitch. I don't know if you remember um, rec rec lacrosse, but I have seen some glimpses of yes. angry Mitch coming to my defense. Yes, I, no less. I also get very protective of my teammates. Thank yep. you for that. I got destroyed, and Mitch came to my rescue. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that too. <laughs> yeah, a few times. A few times. It's a different dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mitch. Mitch is pretty special. The coach. We all got lucky to have him. Oh, thank you, coach. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean, the story I will never forget between me and you is during the Brattleboro game, junior year, this holy long, stupid bus ride. It was such a trap <laughs> game for so many reasons. Just like a game where you were better than the, we were so much better than them, but it was just a trap game with a bunch of different circumstances that were going on. Um, and because they had some motivation going into it. And it was second or third drive, and all of a sudden my shoulder's out and dislocated. <laughs> and I'm I'm down on the field, and Perry <laughs> walks out and he's like, "Are you okay? What is it?" Um, and I'm like, "It's my shoulder, coach. My shoulder's out." And he's like, "Make sure you like, are you okay? Are you good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm all good." And after that, he walks off the field and goes, "You have the shoulders of a 92 year old woman." <laughs> <laughs> true that, that, that's my memory but and you do <laughs> i do i really do but uh lots of lots of great memories lots of awesome times yeah so. we'll, we'll put it back in perspective when their trainer put his shoulder back in he said i'm all set now i can play uh no no you can't that's not how this works <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, <man>. uh, <laughs> no it's but, uh, fun times go uh... great times great times Oh, Brad, it's your turn to grill Mr. Perry with a question. I feel like Mr. Perry's already covered all my questions. Unless he's got a good story about Daniel. <laughs> probably, he's probably got a couple of good PE stories in there. You know, it, honestly, he uh, he is a different bird to work with because you don't really know what you're going to get until you get it. <laughs> and so I don't know that I can give you a story as much as just say that whenever you had him in class, especially a PE class, you just walk in going, okay, are we, what's today going to be? Is it normal or is it going to be like Alex kind of day? So yeah, it's, it's has, been, what does like, that mean? It, it means that something random or weird was going to happen and he would be the reason why it would happen. But then he would look at you yeah. and go, what? What? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that's that. A, that's a I love that. that. To my entire PE experience, pretty much. My question, Coach, the one that I wanted to ask is, What's been a good part about quarantine? What's something that has gone on that, you know, is a positive thing that you usually wouldn't be able to have go on? Yeah, you know, until um, recently, um, I, I would have really harped on the, the negatives as far as, um, you know, I'm missing the kids that play baseball. I'm missing you guys. I, my, my job is much more fun when it's in person and at school. But what it's forced mm -hmm. me to do is be kind of be more creative and then uh, listen to my wife a little more often. And we, she started just doing this little running program and I'm not a good runner, but I can run a little. And I never would have thought I was going to do that before. So, you know, nice. just, I it added it to my job and it made it a little bit more interesting. So, you know, that side of it. And then of course, being around my family is the, it's, I mean, it's physically painful not to be like, that's how great they are. So being around my family's a, a, been a wonderful thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. How about yeah. you? Uh, for me, it's kind of just been, I've gotten outside a lot more. Um, you know, in some ways I've been able to plan for college a lot better. Like I found roommates and 
um, settled in and found where I'm going to be living and all, all that type of stuff. So there have been opportunities to kind of take the time and use it wisely, which has been nice. That's good. You know, we were talking about this the other day that is as sad as, as it is to not be able to finish your senior year with your classmates and in school and doing all these fun things you for those kids bound for college, you really are learning what it is to be a college student. You're not necessarily in right. the classroom engaged the same way you yeah, used to be. For sure. Exactly. So it's definitely going to be good to have that skill set going in next year yeah. um, under your belt, to say the least. What do you miss? And time management. And all that. Exactly. What, what are you missing <laughs> the most, Mitch? Oh, definitely the people. Yeah. Definitely the people. Yeah. 100%. Like, it's, you just, it's, when you have those interactions every day that you just, you can't predict, you can't plan, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, but it's just seeing people, um, and just having those moments is definitely the toughest thing. Yeah. Um, for sure. You know, it would be, it's granted. I am one of the lucky ones that doesn't have a spring sport. You know, I feel so terrible for everybody who has a spring sport that they're not able to play right yeah. now. Um, cause I mean, if I know if that had happened during football season, I would be a wreck and I would still be a wreck. And I, I've um, heard that from some of your teammates as we come forward, that they're afraid that we're going to start a season, start a school year with certain restrictions that might not allow something like football to go on. Right. Which is if that, I mean, God, pray to God that doesn't happen, but you know, it kind of makes, it's made me grateful, a lot more grateful for what I do have. Um, and all the things that I can still be thankful for. Yeah. And it's put a lot in perspective too. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, best. Mr. Perry, quick question. We we had a debate yesterday about uh about Oreos that I want to get your quick <laughs> Um so an Alex ongoing debate. Really... Yeah, it's been going Alex on for a couple came days. Out of the take that I think was really stupid about Oreos. I I'm not going to tell you what side he's on, so I just want to get your opinion. If you could go Oreo thin or double stuffed Oreo, what are you going? Yeah, I I'm I would take the double stuffing. Yeah, but that just you're, goes you're... along with my body type. Type. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it also you you are also a common sense person that knows that double stuffed Oreos are better than Oreo thins. See, Alex. Okay, but you think that just because I don't, just because I prefer thins, I don't love America. <laughs> I think that's yeah, I my... think that's a fair conclusion to jump to. Alex, you like an Oreo thins the most makes me question. No, not the most. I would take them over a double stuff. That doesn't make any (laughs) sense. Like, just go eat a salad if you're not going to eat a double stuff. Well, Mr. Terry, hey, and thank you for the call. Yeah, of course. Of course. Do you have uh do you have any message you want to send to we haven't mentioned this yet but you're actually on a very special episode we hit 1000 total listens as of this Wow. Morning. That's fantastic. Um, so, do you have a do you have anything since you have this huge audience now that you can preach <laughs> to you can, you can spread whatever message you want. Do you have any message to our listeners or to the CHS community? Uh, I you just keep trying. Right? What what is uh, uh it's um Nemo, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. swimming. (laughs) This isn't anything that we can't get through. We got to figure out how to do it. And uh, you said the thing that I was hoping for, you said the thing you miss the most is people. The people that matter, uh, those are, that's the connection points you have to keep and make sure that you keep them well. Absolutely. Very true. Very true. Well, thank you guys for everything and for the phone call. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks, yeah, for, thanks for checking in, yeah. and uh, and we'll be in touch. Have a good uh, rest of your you vacation. You too. Enjoy it all. Thanks. For Tell Bailey on. and Reese hi for I me. I will. Coach. Thanks. <laughs> Take care. Bye. All right, crew. There's only one uh, person left to call tonight. The you know the everybody's man, busy looking for the Perry himself. TikTok. <laughs> oh, no, I am finding that you think they that's going in the, the podcast. Uh, Everybody, I want to introduce you to a very special guest that is near and dear to my heart. I sometimes tell students that he's my brother. You're gonna use you're gonna use the word legend, yes, aren't you? I, am, actually. <laughs> I sometimes tell students he's my brother. I sometimes tell students he's my father. I sometimes tell students we're cousins whenever I'm introducing him to a class. But he is the man, the myth, the legend. So weird, Mr. Strobel. 
What's up? Hey, Cole Chat. Welcome. Welcome Thank to the you. Pod. Hey, Beth. <laughs> Strobes, uh, my first question for you is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much have you missed each of the four members of this podcast individually? <laughs> oh, my God. Is this is this what you guys do on the podcast? Like, is this it? Clearly, yeah. you are not a listener. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Strobel, have you seen no, Tiger Mitch. I, I watched nope. episode one. I saw episode one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're one of the few people I know that didn't get completely sucked there. in yeah. after. So, Strobel, okay, okay, we actually okay. have a so game to play with you today. All right, great. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys excerpts or snippets of lyrics, and you have to tell me what comes next. First person to yell it out wins. Ready? All right, they're not country oh, It's going to be right? way too chaotic. We should probably take turns. No, that no, that's just take... embarrassing. <laughs> oh no, we're we're we're. This going is from hour. "Take Me Home, Country Roads." All right. So, life is old there, older than the trees. Wait, Baldwin, Baldwin, Baldwin. You just said it's from yeah, "Take yeah, Me yeah, Home, no, Country yeah, Roads." Yeah, I'm telling you, you the song. You got to tell me oh, the, lyric the lyric. Follows okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, oh we're yeah. finish the lyric. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could sing this whole song. All right, here we heart. go. I only know Life is old there, older than the trees. Just give me the next word. Younger. Younger than the mountains. Younger than the mountains, blowing like the <laughs> breeze. was the one I was looking for. Wow. Yeah, let me find it, but that's fine. I knew <laughs> it would be breeze because it had to rhyme. Thank you. All right, here's one. Then it goes country roads, take me home to the place where I belong. If you're, you're going to do that, Mitch, you got to at least sing it. Country roads, <laughs> take, take me home. All right, here's one. To the place. American pop. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, okay. I'm tell you the excerpt, but when and when I'm done, I'll say go, and then the first person to say the next word. Okay. So it's from American Pie. Do you believe in rock and roll? Can music save your soul? Mortal soul. Mortal soul. Oh yeah, solid, solid. All right. Uh, those were two from the '70s. Now we're moving into the '80s. This one's from the song <laughs> "I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For." Um, which Kip Moore does a really good cover of, by the way. Go YouTube that if you're a country fan. Um, I have run, I have crawled, I have scaled these. Go. Walls. Walls? You're missing a word before walls. Great Brick. walls. I have scaled these something walls. Large. Uh, Tall. Uh, mortar, brick and mortar. Stone. Uh, cinder block. These, these city walls. Uh, oh. All right, next one from Footloose. Tonight I gotta cut loose. Footloose, kick off the blank. Sunday shoes. Sunday shoes. Yep. I'm gonna go with all Sunday right, shoes. All right. <laughs> Sorry, there's a delay. All right, here... I think there's a delay in the reception. Um, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Here's one for Strobes. Uh, a little Nirvana. Do you like them Strobes? I have no idea. Yeah, dude. Seventh grade flannel shirt. Rocked it. Played it. Right, <laughs> This is from <laughs> This is from Smells Like Teen Spirit. Here we are now. Entertain us. I feel stupid and blank. No one knows. No one can understand. And Kurt contagious. He just, he just yells. Contagious, yes. And Alex. contagious. Yeah. Yes. Alex, you knew that? Yeah, was that That's like literally the only Nirvana song I know. No, I will. True story. I would get pumped up for like going to school in the morning, seventh grade, by like throwing pumped on Nirvana. Up. Cranking it. That's huge. That's real. You can never understand what he's saying, but that's like one of the only lyrics I know. Right. All right. Last uh, last couple here. We got um, all right. A little train for you. Drops of Jupiter. Since the return of her stay on the moon, she listens like blank. And she talks like oh, she listens like spring, and she talks yep. like June. Yeah. All right. Jay Z, Empire State of Mind, right next to De Niro, but I'll be hood forever. I'm the new blank. Oh. OG? No. Rockefeller? No. no, but it's an it's a famous New Yorker. Vanderbilt? No. No, he's not a New Yorker. Famous Carnegie? famous New York singer. Famous singer. Um, Sinatra. Alright, here's a big one for all of you. Call me maybe. Here we go. Oh, goodness, love <laughs> it. That song was huge when I was a freshman in college. Here we go. Um, wow, really? we are really close in age. I looked at you as it fell, and now you're in my way. I trade my soul for a wish. Blank. Pennies and dimes. And then you threw it away. Yes, pennies and Ooh. dimes. Ad, you got it. Oh <laughs> no, it is. 
Uh, oh, Albright, we got a country for this, for but now you're in my way. We got a country one for you, Albright. This one's from Cruz from Fort, Florida Georgia Line. Uh, uh, that's down, well, I know. <laughs> Yeah, true. Down, but it was on the radio one trillion times on country radio. Yeah. Um, down a back road, blowing stop signs through the middle, every little farm town with you, and this brand new blank. Ford. Wait, can yeah. you say the line again? I don't I know. know. Say the line Down again. a back road, blowing stop signs through the middle, every little farm town with you, and this brand new blank. Chevy with a lift kit. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he looked it up. Solid. He looked it up. Is that the... look, would look a heck of a lot better with you up in it. No, I know yes. that song. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate is, is, that you think your Chevy would look better. Daniel is kind of a music guy. <laughs> I yeah, am. I didn't know. Hey, but I'm wiping the floor with this Mitch competition. Excuse Mitch me. Did win. Wait, you're actually keeping score, Bowden? <laughs> no, but oh, I think no, Mitch won. not actually. What? I am confident that I won. Yeah, I am confident. It was, I think, by my count, five to three. Well, Alex. some of them we both got the same. It's just a matter of who said it first. Which. I I, hey, maybe I there was the delay. delay. Strobes, yeah. I'm wondering. Something. Yeah, go ahead. So you just lost this music competition, oh, but we wanna, while we have you, I want to get some more quality content yeah. from you. Could you tell us a T Rev story that that you like? Anything goes, but what's what's a good T Rev story? That you Is this like a setup? Tell? Well, we we talked about one earlier that that I won't actually tell, but yeah, I guess. Uh, we can, always, we can always cut something just because Alex and no, I you are guys curious. Be honest, you, you don't tell us that story. And we'll um, no, 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 Strobes, yeah. Strobes, you should tell the story we were talking about before. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give a setup and then you can tell that one. So, uh, like <laughs> my, my T Rev, like as T Rev enters my existence at school, is that every time I walk by those classrooms, I like sometimes I try to sneak <laughs> by, I tiptoe by, but without fail, no matter what uh, Bowden and Albright are in the middle of. Bowden will shout out my name, Mr. Strobel, Mr. Strobel, and he will stop me in the hall, force me to come into the room as if he has something important to ask me, and then make up a question on the spot, um, and then hold me there for as long as possible. So that's that's my two. And, so, yep, that and is, yet that you come so in true. the room every time. Well, every time he says it, there's an urgency in his voice, as if it, you know, it's something like legit, but it never is. And you always I, give me a look that's like. Is it actually going to be real? This time? <laughs> yeah, it never is. I will agree. After working in the Bowdoin Albright class this year for just a semester, helping out in there, you even in one semester you called Strobel in at least like <laughs> ten times, and he came every yeah. time. Yeah, dude, and yeah. I'll be in the middle of. I'll be in the yeah. middle of making a given direction. I will. No, one time you were in the middle of reading Red Scarf Girl and you happened to look up and see him pass through uh, the door. But it like, it like, like Mr. Strobel. often enough that like the T-Rev kids know that there's not a real oh, question yeah. for yeah, Strobel. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still like not convinced that it's a real question. Um, no, I will I will also admit that I sometimes alter my path through the school to avoid like that. <laughs> just for that reason. <laughs> 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 Mr. Strobel's definitely walking all the way up one st- the staircase oh, yeah. by guidance and then down yeah. the one at the end of the hall just if he needs to get no, to like the real, English class. Yeah, that's happened. That's happened. <laughs> Sometimes I do that, but I do that to go by their room on purpose. <laughs> Mr. Strobel, yeah. could you tell the origin story of why I call you OMS? I don't know. I'm, There's I'm an like origin there. There's an origin story? <laughs> All right, so no, I actually I don't know why I call you that. So I was wondering if you knew. Uh, st- stands for old man strobes, uh, but I have no idea why Mr. Bowdoin calls me that. No, but I got a question for strobes though. Um, what was it like? I've been waiting for a real question. Yeah, this is... Bowdoin promised me like thoughtful, like hard hitting <laughs> questions. Yeah. And again, question. you believe them. <laughs> you are obviously um, a frequent host of Variety Night. Um, yeah, and yeah. I know, I, I, I mean, I assume you enjoyed taking part in that. Uh, but what was it like having to work with such a stubborn so-called star of the video, like Mr. Bodwin? <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm retiring yeah. from, by the way, I've been, I've been a main character two years in a row. I need a year off. No, I, w- I, I will say this. So you know, I had an idea for the video and Bodwin Bodwin was a key player in that idea. And 
I dragged him through that video, like the amount of scheduling that had to happen. Between <laughs> me and Bo- like he was, he was ready to quit. Like he, you know, he didn't have the vision that I did. He didn't see the finish line. I was just like forcing him to do these ridiculous scenes day after day. Yes, because the and scenes I, were great and the plot of, was one, fantastic. One of the, it's just that I feel like if he really times, committed to it, it would have been great. Yeah. One of the rare times you'll hear me compliment Bodwin is that he pushed through and he, you know, he stuck it out and he did, you know, he did an incredible job. And who knew he could act too? Come on. Uh, it's funny one of the students was like Bodwin do you try to get in the variety night videos and I was like no literally the opposite Daylog begged me to to be in the horror movie one and then Strobes literally dragged me through this one but Strobes having said that I actually really enjoyed making like despite the fact that I frequently would tell you after school that I didn't want to go film because I was like "Ah, I just want to I don't want to go outside today or whatever I'd always give you a hard. T- I'd always give you a hard time about it, but I, you did have a really cool vision for that, and it did come out really well. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously incredibly disappointing that Variety Night never happened this year. But yeah, um, yeah that was a real oh, well. heartbreak. I feel. I will. I will say this. I feel privileged to have sat through all of the dress rehearsals and to have seen all of the performances because. You know the kids did an incredible job, and the skits were hilarious. And we had you know, the script just this disappointed year, man. That... We had it this year. Yeah, we. Yeah. Oh man, we had, we had it. it. I, I on we the did. off chance that we have a variety night in the summer, I won't say what it was, but oh, we had a precious moment that that was just it was going to be a beautiful thing. Had, now I want to know what it was. We had it some involve, bombshells. Uh, it involved Russ the curtains. Chase. Yes, it involved it involved <laughs> it involved Russ Chase, yes, it the did. curtains, and a possible yeah. fog machine. Um, before we let you go, we hit a thousand total listens today. Could you congratulate us? Wow! Yeah, you, you. Why he's not one of them? Do an incredible job, <laughs> and I, I cannot wait until you break off and form your own podcast because I will start listening to the podcast <laughs> when you do that. Well, thank, thank you. you, thank you yeah. very much. So very <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mr. Strobel. Before we, before we let you go. Um, yeah. I want you to you have three options as like the final thing. You can either ask one of us a question, you can tell a joke, or, or all of us. Or you can tell that story that we talked about earlier. Up to you. Alright, I will tell a joke. Um oh, thank it's goodness. actually kind of a story it's a story that involves multiple jokes, <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> No, so my son, my son is almost three years old, um, and we're we're like teaching him jokes, right? So, we taught him this joke. Uh, what did what did one snowman say to the other snowman? Smells like carrots, right? He loves it. <laughs> uh-huh. um, like, so you could just so end on that. That's a great joke. But he's taken he's taken to the format of this joke, and he's been trying it out with different things. So the other day, he said like. What did one house say to the other house? And it, the, the punchline was, smells like walls. Today we were at Brown's River in Jericho, and he looked at the river and he said, what did one river say to the other river? Smells like, and he literally just looks around for stuff to name and says it. He's like, smells like rocks. You know? um, so I guess my favorite jokes these days are the ones that my almost three-year-old tells because it's adorable. Fair. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! Yeah, that's good stuff. Are you? Did you cry a little bit? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'd probably <laughs> sob. I probably sobbed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That was solid, though. Well, hey, OMS, uh, we yeah. want to thank you for joining the show. And oh, I actually have guys. one really important thing to tell you. Yeah. Oh, really important? Go ahead. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah. I know. All, All right, guys. Man. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming. We'll see you soon. Take care, Mister Strobel. All right, crew, we're, we're way over time, so I'm going to say on behalf of everyone, our Laker love for today is our listeners. Thank you for putting us past 1,000 listens. We seriously appreciate it, and we will see you tomorrow. Peace. Love you guys. See you guys.